0: what's going on everybody welcome to dungeon nights i am night tide and welcome to a dungeon blog night blog dm vlog dm blog i don't know one of those (laughs) it's one of those things it's one of these videos i'm going to be making periodically talking about my experiences as a new dungeon master to DD. so let's just start getting some of this stuff out of the way i have been a gamer my whole life I have primarily played video games. I've played lots of your stereotypical things. RPGs are some of my favorites. A good single player story has always, always been my go to game. But I've also been really in love with shooters. I've run communities around games like Call of Duty, and uh, for the past four or five years, I've been live streaming. I started off live streaming to Twitch. I then switched to live streaming to Mixer, and became a partner on Mixer. And then recently have moved content back to twitch and just trying to to kind of know do the best that i can with the content that i have Uh, that said one of my objectives when moving back to twitch was trying to make more content around dungeons and dragons which is something that i have never been really jazzed about when i was a kid growing up dungeons and dragons was kind of like the devil's work (laughs) i was growing up and I don't know why. It, there's nothing really about Dungeons and Dragons that really um, screams anything, you know, other than just a fantasy RPG game. But I think that there's a lot of mysticism around it for a, a long time when I was growing up. And then as I got into junior high and high school, it was always uh, Dungeons and Dragons was always something that was like the nerd thing. Now I have no room to talk about the nerd thing, given the fact that when I was in junior high, I was a big proponent of magic. And would spend most of my lunchtime periods in my English teacher's classroom playing Magic the Gathering with other friends. And then when I got to high school, yes, I did play sports, but then I also have always been in choir. And I did a few musicals and other things like that. And college, same thing. So I've always I've always had my inner nerd. I just have never been the kind of nerd to d and I think that there's just been like a barrier there for me that I couldn't overcome. Now, fast forward a number of years that I get into live streaming. And some friends of mine asked me if I wanted to get involved with a RP server for ARC Survival Evolved. And so I did that for a few months and it was a lot of fun. It was something new and different for me, um, but it was also very entertaining and it kind of opened my eyes more to storytelling in a different way. And then I didn't do anything much with that for many more years, many, <laughs> at least three more years after that. And then recently I was turned on to some... Um, producing content for a channel called Retrofizz, which you guys should go check out. Um, but as producing content for them, I was exposed to a lot of different content that I had not been exposed to before. Some of it being the Invictus stream. Also, this is gonna be a lot of plugs because these people have been instrumental in me falling in love with D &D and D and what it's all about. So, um, you know, go follow the Invictus stream. Um, the, the whole team over there, is just incredible. They're super talented. They have a podcast that's an actual play podcast right now that's called Dice Shame, and I've been listening to it for the past, I think they're up to episode twenty eight, so twenty eight weeks. I've listened to every single week and have just been sucked into it. All of that exposure, that plus some of the their previous uh, sessions that they did uh, around some of the Cthulhu mythos and and other things that I've seen, really just inspired me to take that next step because I've never seen. Polished D and D gameplay that way, or or that level of D and D play. Not that I'd seen much at all, but it was just such a high level and so interesting, and the storytelling was so well done, and the descriptions were so well done. And it wasn't, you know, nerds in mom's basement, a la Stranger Things, playing some D and D. It was, you know, adults that are enjoying this different type of experience, where you get to be the character and go on this emergent gameplay of what's going to happen? Well, what's the DM going to do? Well, what are the players going to do? And there's no surefire way to go through all of that without uh, uh, experiencing some some craziness there. So from there, I said, hey, I want to just try and play a game. I just want to try and play a game. So I got a few people together. I had a friend, uh, CJ, who agreed to DM and some other friends that are also content creators, uh, Tachyon and Zelda's twin, um, Engage. And it, it was just it was just a, a lot of fun, a lot of fun to play in this world. And so we did two sessions of that, uh, which should be up on the channel at some point, uh, only in bell's hell. It was supposed to be kind of like a short campaign. One shot. We ended up doing two sessions and then we had to stop, but it was still a lot of fun, a lot of good laughs. So I'll be posting those up there and enjoy those. But those got me hooked as a player. But then I got to thinking, I love to do, um, the voices and embodied characters. And I've done that for a long time on my stream because it's fun for me and it's entertaining. And ever since I can remember, uh, my dad and I have always had fun making voices and doing imitations of various movies and music and all of those types of things. So for me, it it almost feels like a natural extension of of things that I have done for fun for so long that have just never materialized into anything beyond what they were which was just kind of me being silly so now i have a reason to use these talents i can you know bring out the goblins you know and have fun with that or 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 you know bring out a british accent and oh yes i'm a noble blah 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 blah, innkeeper you know all these kinds of fun things and of course i've seen you know other now high quality produced content and streams and and I understand that being new, I'm nowhere near that, but still I I think it's so much fun. And from a streaming perspective as an entertainer and a player perspective, or someone that just wants to enjoy and have fun with this time that I have, I think that it's just been this natural extension of all these things that I've wanted to do. And now it's an awesome thing that it's coming together. So I started the Dungeon Knights channel. Welcome. Hi, thanks for being here. And my goal for this channel is just to kind of document this journey of me kind of enjoying D&D and being new to it and kind of experiencing that joy and that, that fire that's still very much in the belly and that hunger for more. So let's talk about my first experience DMing. I guess I'll have to do a makeup vlog blog video about me having my first experience as a player, but my first time as a DM having only played two sessions before of D&D ever. So this is technically my third session. Now I'm going into DMing an entire match. And the first thing was just wholly overwhelming. Wholly overwhelming. There's so much. I even chose to run a module. I was like, you know what? Let's run the Lost Minds of Fandelver. I bought the Essentials Kit. It was in there. I had the content. It has maps and it has NPCs and it has all the world. So I really don't have to do much other than just run it or so i thought you have to come up with uh, voices for these npcs and understand these npcs if you want to tell the story you need to be ready with all these different encounters because you don't know what your players are going to do i mean heck even my first session i was like please dear god i hope that they go into the cragmaw hideout cave because if they don't and choose to go to town i'm going to have to probably railroad them which is a dm no-no into going back to the cave because I don't have anything else ready because I just didn't have enough time to produce it and I spent hours on on all kinds of stuff just understanding the world understanding the situations building encounters in D&D beyond and understanding my players and trying to look at their abilities and trying to brush up on the rules and checks and all of these things that I'm not familiar with outside of just being exposed to it through osmosis really and now I'm running the game So it's very intimidating, very stressful, but at the same time, super exciting. So I go into the first session and man, did I have such a hard time getting going. And it's funny because the more that I look into other videos about how to DM and what to do when you're a new DM, it seems like that's a common thing, even for experienced DMs, like getting over that initial hump of, okay, we're going now. Are we doing this? I guess we're doing this. this is kind of like a fun thing that ends up happening where you just have to kind of get through that awkward slog of getting into the characters and getting them going. And especially at the very beginning, man, is it awkward to get characters that don't know each other and, and are trying to find a motivation. Even if you have a good hook built in, like, Hey, you're all escorting a wagon of goods to Fando, uh, to Fandelin. From Neverwinter. Go. <laughs> they they still are just like eh, awkward. Yeah. Hi. Don't talk to me. Okay. You guys are a social bunch. Love it. Thanks. Great. Let's move on, I guess, and hope that things get better. And they did. And my party ended up doing really well. They picked up on things and they started playing off each other's strengths and abilities really well. They started complimenting each other. Um. We. <laughs> we have one. Uh. One. One player. Uh, cataract who plays Bemir, who's a bard, who who looked up a uh like a Shakespearean insult generator, and he uses that every time that he uses his uh vicious mockery cantrip. And I I can't get over how amazing it is. But yeah, so there's there's all of these different pieces that are coming together. And session one was really a lot better than I thought it was gonna go. After those first like five or ten minutes when we really got into it. And all the work that I had done, understanding the encounters kind of paid off because my players took the bait and they went to Cragmaw Hideout. And man, did that encounter take a lot longer than I thought too. I was afraid that I was going to run out of content. We were going to have to end early. No, we actually had like a three and a half hour session or so that I just barely, I was like, I have to cut this off because I feel like we can keep going. We just had such good energy from that. And in terms of takeaways, Oh, the amount again, the amount of prep that goes into understanding the world and and even if you're using a module just the NPCs is so beyond anything that I could have imagined, but also really cool to understand how all these pieces kind of come together and how they can come together and and I think you guys will see in session 2 uh which hasn't aired yet. This is still me just after session 1. I was hoping to do this before session one but uh, in between session one and two is when i'm recording this Uh, i've I've found that there are some things in my players backstories that i didn't get a chance to read fully that i can now take advantage of in session two and i've already been talking with my players this week about different things that we can include from their backstories that are going to be really cool rp elements and thematic elements And I think as a player and someone who enjoys RPGs and good storytelling that the RP side of it is going to be something that I lean into more heavily, which I think is fun because you have to describe the world and describe your characters. And you want them to have as much of an experience, I guess, as or I'll say I want, I say you want, I, I want them to have a very cool experience that's memorable. And every session they walk away going, man, that was pretty badass. You know, every time that we play. And even if it's just that we're RPing around a town, if we do nothing this session, but RP around the town, which I'm pretty sure we're gonna do more than that. But even if that's all we did, I want this session to be cool. And I think that there's enough stuff already to make it cool. So I don't know, how do I feel as a new DM? I felt overwhelmed initially. I still feel overwhelmed by the amount of content. I still have a lot of prep to do for the session. But I feel a lot more confident in the group now that we've just had a session. And so if I if I had to have a takeaway from this whole experience, if you want to DM D&D, just do it, just prep what you can and go. because I feel like if I had tried to make it perfect, then I would never have done it. Um, one thing that we did do that was extremely helpful is I got together with my party the night before the stream, and we did. Um, just kind of like a little meet and greet, but we also had a mock encounter. Super valuable. You can understand listening to an encounter in rolling initiative and how that stuff kind of works and tracking the hit points and, and and all that kind of stuff. There were so many little things that stood out to me from that mock encounter that I was able to take and I think make the next encounters run so much better. Things like how far away are the creatures? Uh oh. <laughs> how far away are they? Where are they positioned? Where are your people positioned? It's one thing to hear it and it all makes sense to you when you hear someone else doing this. But when it's actually you, you realize how much that you actually have to account for and you have to keep track of in your mind that you understand but you aren't expecting at the same time. So I think that it was really good to do that. And I highly suggest that if you are new or new DM, that is a, a super piece of advice. Before you actually have an actual session, do a mock encounter and just run through initiative and run through a, a battle. You know, maybe it's a small one. I think we had a you know a couple of goblins and some kobolds. It was we just like made a random encounter and said go, but it it was super helpful and I think that it can very much do that. Also, really good feedback from my from my party and my players that uh, that we were on the right track and and all that kind of stuff. I think the other thing that that if I'm going to have um, some additional takeaways, and I know this is kind of out of order now, but as I'm thinking through all this stuff, um, I have a, I'm, not the, I'm the newest person to D&D, but I am not, um, I'm playing with players that have lots of experience with tabletop RPGs and D&D. So they are more familiar with rules than I am, and I'm not afraid to lean on them for rules, and I'm not afraid to tell them when I don't know things. For instance, spells. I don't know any of the spells, none of them. And I don't want to look them up or pretend like I know. So every time that we've been in combat or they want to use a spell, I just say, read me that spell. And it so far has flowed really nicely. And I guess I, my last thing that I'll I'll part here before we wrap this up for this, this little session here, being new, I'm not afraid to be wrong and to say that I don't know things. And I think that's okay. As long as you kind of Feel a system out that works for you. And I think having your players help you, even as something as simple as, hey, read me that spell card, is something that's really helpful. So good takeaway there. I'm still nervous and excited about session two, but I can't wait for it. And that's gonna do it for this little little blog vlog thing here. Dungeon talks. Yeah, we'll go with that. So yeah, make sure to stop by the live stream Saturday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern at twitchtv nighttide. That's my channel. Make sure to click the subscribe button and notifications if you haven't already for more awesome content as we will be posting weekly. We'll catch you guys next time.